Whether it's for work or play, we rely on home internet so much these days. Being connected and staying connected has never been more important. So if you want reliable internet bought you at speed, switch to Aussie Broadband. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Find out more at aussiebroadband.com.au. T's and C's apply. Yes, welcome back to the minis, Darcy and uh, Bone. How are you, boys? Good, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah. great. Yeah, good stuff. Looking good. Feeling good. Mm. Yeah. yeah, a bit of a haircut, I reckon. No, none. No, you need one. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate Should we all shave our heads? I did that once and I looked uh, pretty ugly. Yeah, good call. Talking about haircuts on a podcast, that's good. Yeah, it's good visual so everyone can see. I'm very well. I've had a good week. Took Millipod dropped. I uh, got a recording on Friday. We've got a... We've got a you know, to bring into the into the world. We've got an exciting day tomorrow. We're having a big planning day at work. We're sitting in from nine to five and just with each other, having a bit of a strategy about where we want to go. I'm excited. I've been reading too many business books lately. How many corporate words are you going to throw out there? I don't have like many. Strategy and process. So and my favorite word at the moment is systems and processes. Yeah. It's purely just because we don't know any um, that we need to put some in line, which will be fun. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Sam, you're well? Yeah, good, good. Yeah. How's your health goals going? Uh, good. Thank you for asking. I don't know if I spoke about this last week, but in the past, so when I um, look at myself holistically, I know I'm at my best when I'm engaged with friends. So my friends outside of work um, and I'm healthy, eating well, and I'm running. So they're the three things. I've been seeing mates, I've been eating well, I've been playing a lot of golf, but I have really let go of my running at the moment. And I know when I let go of that, I start getting agitated. I start getting a bit more... Oh, just tense and things happening. So you find I've, it harder to regulate your mood. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I find it very hard to regulate my mood. So I've literally been trying to go for a run for the last two weeks. Every morning I wake up, I just have not had that will to get out of bed. And finally, on um, Monday this week, I went for my first run. Um, I went for about four k's, starting again from the start. Like, keep in mind, guys, I ran a marathon last year. Did you? Mm. Yeah. Wow. I ran a marathon, and I'll tell you what: this run felt like I'd never been for a run in my life. So it, it takes a long, takes a short time to lose it, but you get it back very quickly. I'm hoping after three, I'll be back. Um, but yeah, it's good. I'm just taking my own advice, not getting too obsessed with it, trying to go for like two runs this week and just slowly build it up and get back into running. Was it the lungs or the legs that got you? Bit of both. Yeah. My, my right ankle was very clicky, but the lungs were, oh, you know that burn you get? It's almost not in your lungs. It's almost like in your stomach. Mm. You get that, and do you ever get that when you're running as well? Like in, like nearly that doctor, <laughs> nearly that chafe in your legs. Like it feels like you're really hot and itchy. Do you ever get that feeling? No, I can't oh, say I, I do, can't. but well, I definitely do. I get it on my calves and on the inside out. of my legs. Do you remember from the Nick Crocker episode where he was talking about the things you do to help yourself? achieve the goals you want to achieve like he there was like the um the, the to brush thing. your teeth yeah, yeah yeah what would you do to help yourself get out of bed in the morning and go for a run what would actually step by step help yeah. you I is think it getting ready before you go out in the for, morning? for me the biggest thing i do that helps me because obviously in the morning I, I like to run in the morning i'm not a good afternoon runner so i hate going for runs after work like i would not go for a run after work no matter how much like you paid me. Why is I just that? couldn't do it. Just don't want to. I don't enjoy it. I'm a, I'm a morning runner. I like to do my activities in the morning. I think as well, for example, on a serious note, like I've, my whole life I've played footy. I've trained in the mornings. Yeah. So like I'd never train after work. Yeah. So when I'm done, I'm just tired. So for me, I to get on this run, what I did was I packed at my bed, socks, watch, water bottle, AirPods, 
um, shorts and a top ready to go for that morning. So as soon as I got out of bed, I just put it on and just went bang straight out the door. It was all set, ready to go. Yeah, that's smart. What is your goal next week for running? No, just to do two runs. Two, two runs. runs a week. Okay. Yeah, that's my... I'm starting so small. Like, starting so small, 5Ks, two 5K runs. Yeah. I reckon the trick is to just go slow. Yeah, slow. Just slow enjoy, enjoy yeah. the run. Yeah. Slow, slow to process. start as well. Yeah. Like, the first 2Ks, if you're slow, then you start feeling really good. Mm. You can run faster. Yep. Yep. Well, good luck, mate. Thank I'll, you, man. I appreciate that. i to follow the journey. Um, let's talk about the pod. Um, Which what podcast? This week, Tuke Miller. Um, bit of review of that. We had the de- debrief of the app, but um, not surprised at the reaction of this one. Everyone's been absolutely loving hearing from Took. One of those players, as we said, like he's so elusive. Um, yeah, well, you know, he's not elusive. But you just don't hear much from Gold Coast. Elusive, players. you mean like he doesn't get enough attention? Uh, yeah, just you don't really hear from him. Yeah, ever. Um, so it was good to to get him on for a chat and um, and hear his story, which I'm not surprised at everything. He's just so switched on. He's he's a he's a cool cat. And ever since like the pod, um, not to say this is a coincidence, but maybe it is or maybe it isn't. He won the Coaches Association Award. He won Gold Coast Best and Fairest, um, All Australian, all in that next week. And going into the Brownlow, who knows? He could take that home as well, which is very exciting. How do you rate the um the Coaches Award? With the coaches giving votes each I reckon week. that's massive. You like that one? I, I'd be... Think about that. Like you have been voted over the year the most... The best, most consistent player by the coaches who are your opposition coaches. It's pretty... Is huge. it only opposition coaches that vote for the other team? No, no. You Everyone votes. So okay. you vote for the game. Like yeah, every yeah. coach votes, um, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's really impressive. Unless Dewey Jew's just giving him 10s every week. So, and, you, and, and do you think if he was playing in Melbourne at a big club like Collingwood, he'd be like a... Big time superstar, what probably. Well, yeah, probably. Like he's twenty six or twenty seven years old, and he's the captain of an AFL club. Brand, like one like, of the Brownlow favorites. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he's a year younger than Cripper. Yeah, which it's is wild. Pretty crazy. Um, There'd be so many positives to just being like at Gold Coast. Yeah, relaxed. Yeah, not getting too much attention. Love it. Um, two episodes coming up as well. Uh, three episodes coming up. We're doing a Footy Friends review this week, so that's at the start of the year. If you remember listening to that, we did our. Our uh, little bit of a preview going into the year with Mick Barlow, Tommy Sheridan and Brett Delidio and um, spoke about, you know, who we thought was going to win, who we thought was going to slide and tips for everything, um, which is going to be really embarrassing for me, especially because my tips, I think I tip West Coast to like win the flag. I'm pretty sure. Um, so we'll review that and then we'll do a bit of review going into the grand final as well and pick our teams for that, which is going to be exciting. And then two big guests coming up, Job Watson. Job. Job Watson. Wow. Mm. That would be really right, good. Which would be wild. awesome. Um, and then Dave Asprey as well, who I've wanted to get on the pod for ages. Obviously, Richmond, um, premiership player, has just got a great great story on and off the field and doing some work with Emma Murray now for high um, – oh, fuck, I stuff this up all the time and she's going to yell at me. High performance mindfulness. What are, what are a couple of things you want to ask those two? What's one thing you want to ask Joe? What's one thing you want to ask David off the top of your head? Um, without of done in, doing anything yet, I think one thing for Job, obviously like there's a massive saga that he went through, but I think for me, it's like how he's dealt with so much adversity through that time. Like that must've been so hard and not just his footy stuff, but he's gone on through that. It's like, it seems from afar, he's gone and, and been like, all right, this is what I'm faced with at the moment, but whatever, let me deal with other things. Like he went over to the US, started cafes. He started his property business. He started his, um, coffee company as well. Like he's just got so many little like things and idiosyncrasies in his life that is really, really impressive um, for that. And then with um, Dave Asprey, I think 
for him, he's got a crazy story around just resilience, so many injuries, nearly didn't play in a lot of those Richmond like flags in terms of his body, but also, you know, belief in himself. And he owes a lot of that to, you know, without taking words from him, I think he will start talk a lot about that high performance mindfulness stuff with him and Murray of like how good that was for him and finding, um, you know, some relevancy outside of life and becoming a more well-rounded person. Um, I, I feel will be a lot of his journey, which I've, I've sort of looked into already, which is really exciting. Yeah. And massive flashback, like Emma Murray was talking about her like work with David Asprey probably like 100 episodes ago. A massive. Pretty wild. It's we can hear it. We can hear the other side of it. Definitely, which would be really cool. Darcy, have you got something funny? You said you've, you've really wanted no. to tell this story. On the no, movie. I'm not what a funny it? guy. I was having a chat to Sam yesterday. Yeah. Out of work hours, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because we don't, we don't talk during work hours. Fantastic. I got stuck in a TikTok hole over the weekend mm. and I came across a video and it was a guy who he lost his fantasy football competition with his mates and the punishment was he had to spend 24 hours in a diner in America. So he had to spend 24 hours there but the rule was every pancake that he ate took an hour off the time that he had to spend there. Like that How was the big are the pancakes? Uh, you like know, a plate? Your, your, like your plate ones. Wow. Yeah. So Dinner decent plate. size yeah. but... It got me thinking, like, how long do you reckon you'd last? Like, how long do you reckon you would have to stay Fuck. in the diner? Because this bloke was embarrassing. He, yeah. he had, like, three pancakes in, like, two hours, and he was like, oh, I'm so full. Like, I'm really battling now. He was drumming it up, probably. Oh, just so much mayo on it. I genuinely, I hate pancakes. Like, I do not like them. I'd, I'd have two, I reckon. Two dinner right, plate what, pancakes. I'd just have to stay there. Let's take pancakes out of it if you, you hate pancakes. What's I something pancakes. that's a similar amount of food? Because uh, like it's it's better. Falafels. Okay, let's Falafel say you subs. have to eat half a decent size falafel wrap every hour. And that takes off an hour, sorry. So how many hours are you going to be in there? Fuck. I'd love to say a lot, but I, I really aren't. I'm not a big eater. I really struggle to eat a lot. So I reckon I'd be there for a while. You'd be there for like 12 hours. Yeah. I'm a three meal a day guy. Like I, I just I can't force eat that much, so I'd be there for a while. It looks upset what was your no? Like I just I hate force eating. Like I just hate eating too much. Like I remember just being a kid and mum and dad would be like, "You gotta eat your food." I'm like, "I'm not fucking hungry, mum." <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> I cannot eat anymore. So you'd rather just sit in the diner for like just sit and chill. Eighteen man. I've hours. I got my phone. I watch some. I watch some Netflix and just. So chill you just want to hang out in the diner? Yeah, okay. I'm fine with that. How long do you reckon you last, Sam? Um, am I trying to get out as fast as possible? Yeah. I reckon I'm out in six. That's impressive. That's so eight, you've got to have... That's 18 pancakes in six hours. Whoa, that's a lot. I'm a pretty big eater. That's a lot of pancakes, that's though. Of pancakes. I was telling Darcy the other day when, when, when I was probably like 21, a friend like heard, caught wind that I was a big eater. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'm going to challenge you to eating contest. And we did cheeseburgers at McDonald's. I ate 10, like comfortably. And he like really like went down hard at nine. <laughs> That's, that's a lot. disgusting. That's man. a lot of. I would beef. love to hear. Oh, this is the Budgie Smuggle Hotline. Please open up to this. What is a mo have you ever had an eating competition and what is it that you ate and did you win? How did you go? I remember going to an eating competition with my mate Liam Veer really weirdly and he ate like something like 37 chicken wings. Like he won this competition. It was like a $500 bar tab to win chicken wings. I got one for you. I think you'd enjoy this challenge. I think we should take you out. To a dumpling house. I love dumplings. And see how many dumplings you can get through. Yeah, it'd be good for the, we might be good for the it'd vlog. It'd be embarrassing, yeah. man. It, would, it wouldn't be fun. What about, it's a challenge. What about spicy food? Would you do spicy food? Yeah, I can do spice. So would you go to like a place that has like a really hot food and do it? No. 
Oh my God. <laughs> no, you do anything for us. Lucky we don't work in content. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't do spice. Would you? But you do the dumpling thing. I do the dumplings. Okay. Because this it, is a really hard conversation because I just had lunch as well, so I'm like already full, and now we're talking about eating a lot. I'm just not. This is like when it. you eat before you go to the supermarket. Exactly. I'm just not feeling. You know, when you like, it's like Jazz always says to me, "What do you want for dinner?" It's like I've just had lunch. I can't think about dinner right now. <laughs> I'm not hungry, so it's hard to know what I want. So, yeah, please call the Budget Smoker hotline. Um, tell us through um, – call us up. Let us know what you've done, what you've eaten, how would you go with it. Are you a big eater? Are you a small eater? We could even bring two people in here and have an eat-off. Maybe that's the content. I'd fucking love that. There you go. Let's get two people from the Dylan Friends community, not me, to come in and have an eat-off, and they will win whatever they want. Like, we'll put up well, – That's a good prize. We'll put up a really good prize here. I'm just trying to think what we could put up. Let's put up a – um, full Dylan Friends merch pack. They win a Budgie Smuggler merch pack. They win. Um, you'll be on a mini. You'll be, you'll be on the mini. You'll be on the content series on YouTube. We need two people from the community to come in and we're going to do an eat off competition. We'll put on the vlog. We'll pay for it all and we'll do it. Do we want any kind of like credentials? Like we want to hear about one other time. You've got to have done it. Yeah, I reckon give us a little bit of your backstory, how you think you're a big eater. Give us your food, Jimmy. You need yeah, runs you, on the board. You need you can't runs just on say, the... oh, yeah, I'm a big eater. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't mind the power of the mind. People are just thinking, I've never done it, but I want to attack it as well. But you've got to have a good... We want a resume. You, yeah, you've got to have some... A real, you know, bit of bit of guts about you and how you think you can do it. I like this. I'm really excited for this. It this could, is what happens when I we get like here. This could be two. It could be four people. It could be four. Yeah, two. It, we're not excluding yeah. anyone. Two's um, one and one. I feel like four's like a table. I liked one like, and one though. One and one's. Big. And do you reckon it's the quickest to finish something, or no, it's like that's just, trouble? That's yeah. like insurance problems. Okay. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon Fair it's enough. how many, how much you can eat. Yeah. All right. If done. someone's eating quick, I reckon they're choking. What do you think? Yeah, Let's we should avoid that. that. That scares me. Um, so make sure you call it. It's 039021-0625. It's also on Dylan Friends' homepage. Um, Introduce and, yourselves. Give yeah. us one eating like anecdote and tell us why you want to be in the comp. Yep. Give us a call. Love it. Thousands of Aussies trust Aussie Broadband to keep them connected to the world, even when they're on the go. Because as well as reliable home internet, Aussie Broadband also offers flexible mobile plans with super generous data allowances and no locking contracts. Their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help you make the switch. It only takes a few minutes. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Search Aussie Broadband Mobile to find out more. T's and C's apply. Hey, before we break, um, speaking of budget, I've got a really exciting competition coming up. This is a chance to win $10,000, $5,000 for you and $5,000 for um, either your sporting club or a charity or an organization. You get flown to Sydney and you also get a billboard of you in your hometown in Budgie Smugglers saying this is hometown of, uh, say it's Ballarat, for example, where I'm from. Welcome to Ballarat, hometown of Australia's most ordinary rig, Dylan Buckley. It'll be a photo of you in your budgie smugglers. So what you need to do, if you want to enter this competition, um, there's just things everywhere today. This competition is um, ordinary rig. It's run by budgie smuggler. I've got Adam Linforth on the um, call after this. Have a quick chat through it and how we can join up. But you need to upload a photo on Instagram of you and your Dylan Friends budgies or any other budgie smuggler. Tag Budgie Smuggler, tag Dylan Friends, and hashtag Dylan Friends on that, and you go into the running to win this. $10,000, 5000 cash for you, 5000 for a um, charity or a sporting club. You get a billboard. You also get Flying to Sydney, you and your friends, to compete in the um, Ordinary Rig, and then a chance to go to World Ordinary Rig, which potentially could be overseas. This is actually pretty incredible. Huge. Listen to this chat. Unreal. How big yeah. is the billboard? Big billboard, like a big welcome billboard. Holy in shit. Your, in your hometown. <laughs>
Adam, how are you, my friend? Really well, Deal. How are you? Oh, good, my friend. Always good to catch up. Um, last time we were together in person was in London. Yeah, it's a hell of a city. Um, like I, I lived four years in London and it's a, it's a good place. Like it's all the best stuff is sort of hidden behind um, doors that people like don't really know are there. So it's good if you spend a few years there and, um, yeah, there's a couple of – Good nooks and crannies to get amongst. You definitely knew a lot about it. Um, we were over there for a bit of work and just worked out to be the same time. Come over and saw you guys. I think you were doing the ordinary rig over there, but for like France and um, England at the time. Yeah, so we did ordinary rig in the UK and then we had to figure out how to translate ordinary rig to French and uh, they came up with Monsieur Ordinaire, which is uh, Mr. Ordinary for the – French-speaking listeners. Yeah, we were actually surprised. The French got around it at a, at a great degree of knots. We had an event there on a beach in a place called Hossegore. It's like a surf, um, sort of surf coast, and these guys from all around France came in for it um, and they literally lit the place on fire. There was flares. Um, as part of the contest, you need to bring make your own wings and one of the guys had these like six guns with flames coming out of them and burnt like three people on his way down the aisle. So, yeah, they, <laughs> they, they really pushed the boat out. Um, before we talk about what Ordinary Rig is and how we can get involved, I do want to talk a little bit about where you took us out in London because it is a bit of a treat and um, it was somewhere where, you know, you know this city, you're a big dog over there, you spent many of years, you've got this exclusive membership that I nearly got you revoked for. Because um, I had my phone out filming everyone, had no idea where we actually were. But talk us through Soho House. We went there um, for a couple of drinks and a couple of beers when when we were in London. What is this place? And for those who haven't heard about it, how exclusive is this cool place? Because I was miffed. So definitely if you're moving to London, find a way to get yourself a, a Soho House or Shoreditch House membership. They've got houses all around the world now. So that basically what happened was – 10, 15 years ago, um, people from advertising agencies and creative people would go to all these places in Soho um, and they'd become really cool and like models are coming, attractive women are coming and then all the bankers and finance people would turn up and ruin it. Sorry, um, <laughs> to anyone in that industry but that's what happened. Um, you fucked it. So the guys in these marketing agencies and girls, they came up with a concept of a, a private members club and you, the only rule is that you can't join if um, you work in finance or um, accounting or insurance, which are kind of three of the, the big sort of industries in London. So it started with one um, house in Soho. Now they've got a couple in Soho. One in um, Shoreditch, which is the one we went to, which is sort of East London, which used to be really kind of hip and trendy. It still is, but it's getting rapidly um, gentrified like, I don't know, kind of Fitzroy on steroids, something like that. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's it, the houses are unbelievable. Like I'm a massive rooftops, rooftop poolsman. Yeah. We just we bought a, a warehouse here and the first thing I, I thought was like, how do I get a, a pool on the roof? Like, this, <laughs> you know, this is high priority um, in, my, um, in my mind. So that pretty much most of the houses have these ridiculous rooftop pools but because heaps of, um, well, celebrities go there but also because they're trying to make it a social space, you're not allowed to take 
um, photos or videos. And so I probably should have given you the heads up because <laughs> we got out in the sixth level. And you're just in like London, it's busy streets. You have, there's no signage for this, um, for this place. And then you get out and you open the doors and it's like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory for 25 to 35-year-olds. There's like a 25-metre pool or 20-metre pool with people just um, sinking piss, um, lounge things all around it and, um, yeah, deals just straight out with the camera and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, you're not supposed to um, do that. So we put the camera away and 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 – had a couple and um, no, it's a really they've, they've got houses yeah all around the world Turkey Istanbul in Istanbul um, Barcelona there's a few in New York so it's becoming a pretty big group now I guess but it's still got a, a really good vibe at it such a good vibe it was one of the highlights of the trip going there it was so cool there was I, I don't know a lot about EPL but I swear on my life there were some big dog EPL players there that you just knew were um were playing footy but. It was, uh, it was exciting, mate. We had a good time over there. But let's get to the more important stuff. Um, Ordinary Rig, we are jumping on board of this. I I've literally feel like I'm the ambassador of this program because it is where I'm at at the moment with everything. Healthy guy, but sloppy rig at the moment. The skinny, skinny fat. Slightly but, but skinny healthy. fat rig. It's powerful. What is it now? Where was it born? Cool. So it started, uh, we had some blokes come into the office. This is like six years ago. And they were going on schoolies week. And they said like, oh, we're getting so shredded. For schoolies we were like what like that wasn't a thing when i was finishing um high school and we realized that a lot of the pressures that have been on long, young women for a while are happening on blokes now and it's particularly around getting ripped or shredded or swole um you know i saw a stat the other day that um kids have got kids teenagers have gone from spending under 30 minutes on their phone 10 years ago in 2012 to over eight hours a day now. That's more than half the time you're awake. Um, that's like if you live to 90, that's 30 years of your life that you're on a phone. Like that's a long, that's a long time and the programmers at Meta and Google are pretty smart at getting you um, hooked. And so, yeah, now 30% or it's over 30% of eating disorders are with men, which I was like shocked at. So we wanted to do something to counter it. And we came up with Ordinary Rigs. So it's a, basically a competition for people with Ordinary Rigs. Uh, not, it's not an obesity contest or anything like that. So we're not encouraging you to totally push the boat out and forget about it. So the criteria is that you should look like um, you had a promising sporting career at some stage, but it was cut short, you know, like in the under nines or something by poor coaching selection uh, or injury, and you should still be able to run for a taxi, swing an axe, carry the shopping in one go, you know, these sort of um, manly traits. But, yeah, you don't – if you've got a six-pack, it's an automatic disqualification. Love that. I definitely uh, qualify for this one, that's for sure. I've got a six-pack just somewhere really deep inside the body. Um, but I think it's a really important point what you said. It's not um, – it's promoting healthy body image, I suppose. I, I feel like that as well. I actually really struggled when I left um, footy. And working out for a living and, you know, you're in, in you're in good condition because you're paid to be and that's a part of your job into falling into like a nine to five and trying to go, how the fuck are people meant to be looking after themselves at the same time? It's been a journey for me to really do that. And I've got to a stage now where, look, I'm not um, the, the best I've looked, but I'm actually the healthiest I've ever felt. Like I'm eating really good foods 
um, happy with where I'm at. And I think it's all about learning to love ourselves again and not be so much um, focused on what we look like, but more how we feel and making sure that we're being really healthy with what we put in our mouth and and um, and loving ourselves. Yeah, 100%. It's, um, it's just like if you get onto Instagram or whatever, like normally most people, we'd have got like one or two friends that are that are really fit. But you open your phone and like you can go down a deep dark hole where all the people that you're seeing, guys or girls, are just uh, an impossible almost level of um, shreddedness or swollenness and, and, and that just that mess starts to mess with your brain around what's normal. So, um, yeah, we want to encourage people to still look after themselves, you know. We want you to be around for your, for your kids and grandkids in many years to come and to be feeling good but you shouldn't – you know, to be health conscious, not health obsessed. Like the cover of Men's Health, like that—that's not um, holistically kind of what what we're going for. Yeah, basically, ordinary is where uh, is where it's at. Love it. How do we enter? So, Dylan, friends, obviously we've got our own budgie smugglers now. Um, they're absolutely dominating, flying off the shelf. I think you said they're the most popular that's ever come through. Yeah, Can't yeah, yeah. That, the demand, uh, the community, Dill one, Dillard second. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how do we enter the comp? And what do we? Firstly, maybe let's go. What do you win? What do you win if you? Okay, so prizes are pretty good. This is incredible. Um, so it's ten grand in cash. So half of that is for a community group or sporting club. So if you. Woody Club wants a new shed or just put it on the bar. Half goes to that, half's cash for you. And then you get a billboard in your hometown. This is unbelievable. Yeah, so say I'm from I'm from Ballarat, okay, born and bred in Ballarat for the first two years of my life. So if I win this competition, it says a billboard welcoming into Ballarat saying, welcome to Ballarat, home of the ordinary rig, Dylan Buckley, and it's got a photo of me in my budgies on it. Absolutely. So, so that's it. So <laughs> that that's the prize, and then you also enter um, or get automatic entry to the world's most ordinary rig, which will be run next year. So the guys from England and France, and we'll get some from the US and probably New Zealand, will come out and fight out for world's most ordinary rig. Um, but yeah, to enter, you just post a picture, an entertaining picture in smugglers. They can be dill smugglers or um, or any smugglers. Um, but for dill followers, we'd love you to. Um, Hashtag Dylan friends in it, so we know where where you've come from because we're really keen to get a uh, one of the one of your community um, around it, and so it's just hashtag ordinary rig Oz AUS, um, and then we'll go through them over the next five weeks. So it closes on the October long weekend. Um, pick the finals. The top ten gets flown to Sydney. You and a mate, and uh, we've got the grand finale at Ivy. So that's like a Miss World meets Victoria's Secret style pageant. So each of you got to make your own wings and then you need to do a talent. The last one, about three blokes played the recorder. So um, that was <laughs> entertaining. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was just funny that fucking three of them um, came up with that at the same time. And then, yeah, the winner will be announced um, on the day at the end of October. Love it, mate. When is it open? When is it closed? When can we start going with it? Cool. So it's it's just opened a couple of days ago. Um, closes October third. So yeah, grab if you don't have an ordinary rig, <laughs> start letting it go a little bit. Post that picture if you've got mates that you're like, fuck, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna dominate at this. Um, then then get them around it. Get them get them a, the picture in the smugglers hashtag ordinary rig Oz hashtag um, Dylan friends and um, yeah, we'd love to see at least one of your crew um, there in the final.
Love it, mate. Well, there you go, fam. Hopefully one of them is you at that final. We'll be there as well um, to support and be there on the day to, to have a few cordials at the event, which will be good fun. Um, Lenny, before we go, I cannot let you go. And I've, I've warned you up on this um, recently last week too. So I, if you I have no idea where we're going. You, so. If you haven't brought something with you, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. Whenever someone comes on a mini, they've got to give me a suggestion of their favorite film or series or any part of content that they're watching at the moment for um, the listeners to take away with them. Oh, fuck, mate. I've totally, um, I've totally uh, <laughs> let you down. But I do, I do have um, two YouTube clips that we get yes. all our staff to watch before they start um, working with us at Budgie Smuggler. So these two um, clips are like if anyone starting a business who's got a friend that's doing a business and like just can't quite – Crack it. Um, the two things are Simon Sinek's The Why. Um, I don't know. Have you seen that one, Deal? I have, yep. Yeah, he's um, he's brilliant. And then there's a guy from America, a marketer called Seth Godden. He's got an awesome um, daily email, which I thought would be an absolute punish to subscribe to getting a like an email from the same bloke every day. But he has like a 95% open rate. He's just got like a few words of wisdom each day, but he's got a really good, um, uh, really good TED talk. I think how to get ideas to spread. Seth Godden, and he talks about like how sliced bread wasn't a thing. Like it was invented for like forty years, and then it took off, and now everyone said it. You know, it's the best invention since sliced bread. But that that invention took like forty years to <laughs> to catch on. So people are like, why the fuck would you slice bread? Um, so there are there two two clips I'd recommend everyone um, who's got a and wants to do anything in business to have a look at. Under pressure, you've absolutely delivered in space. I was I fucking. I, think you, I had I absolute think donuts for a second there. You did you did hit me up, and I had a little bit of a a think about it, and uh, then I got distracted. Good. Hey, quickly as well to finish up, um, we've got some other cool things that we're going to be doing before the end of the year. Can we tease the Red Bull jump at the moment? Yeah, Red Bull is doing an event in Sydney where they're setting up a 27-metre platform off the Sydney Opera House. I think it's the 15th of October. It's going to be unbelievable. They've got the best divers from around the world going, but we're just trying to see if we can get some permission to launch a couple of us off it and Dill's um, put up his hand to, to volunteer I, his tribute. Re- very reluctantly I've put up my hand. 27 metres, I, I like, that does sound like a lot, but... It is genuinely high. That is like the – I've jumped off a 20-metre platform before. It's pretty much another seven metres. Yeah, I've done like 16 and that – 10 metres is pretty high. So add another 10, 11 to that. So you hit the water at over 80 kilometres an hour and I think from about 45 metres is the minimum height you need to hit terminal velocity. So once you get past like 45, 50 metres, depending how you jump out, you can actually – you can't get any quicker than that. So it – it's it's really high. <laughs> Fuck me. Watch this space, guys. That is potentially coming up um, October 15th. We'll be vlogging the whole trip as well. We've got the whole team coming up. If we can get it happening, I'm sort of hoping we don't um, get it working. But oh, I'm not going anywhere near the, the, the platform. I'm out. As well, Father's Day coming up. Dylan Friends code for that. Make sure you're checking it out for um, budgies and also 100% uh, Australian-made Merino wool socks too if the father doesn't like the budgies. So he's, he's not, he's, maybe he's a bawdy sort of dad, which is would be embarrassing. Make sure you get him um, into the budgies, uh, into the Merino socks. Yeah, gateway drug. Gateway. 
Love it, mate. Thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. And um, look forward to catching up very, very soon at the uh, Ordinary Rig. Legend deal. Appreciate it, mate. Love you. There it was. Uh, Jay with Linny. Would you boys enter this? 100%. Absolutely. Well, you can't. You're excluded because you're too close to the course, so you cannot be in it. But everyone else listening back. can be. Um, chuck on your budgie smugglers. Upload a photo. Tag Budgie, tag Dylan Friends and hashtag Dylan Friends to, to go in the running. We're going to be at the competition as well. We're going to be vlogging the whole thing and um, it's going to be really exciting. So make sure you check it out soon. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review or even share with one of your friends or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at Thanks for tuning in. Iliac's X.